Hey, I'm Marcel. I'm AJ. And welcome to The Cellar. Welcome back to The Cellar, where it goes down more than in the DMs. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to The Cellar fam. And if you're a returning participant, welcome back. We miss you, and we're, we loved having you back. Uh, as always, I'm here in The Cellar with AJ. Hi, welcome back. Hello to all the new listeners. Welcome to The Cellar fam. Glad to have you here. And to all of our returning listeners, thanks for coming back. This week, me and AJ wanted to kind of continue a little bit off of what we were talking about last week. Um, and this time we wanted to kind of focus a little more on uh, mental health. Uh, mental health nowadays is a pretty big topic that uh, a lot of people and a lot of uh, companies are, are, are talking about. And it's it's very interesting, um, the dynamic of how mental health was perceived before and how it's pre- being perceived now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the biggest question is, is why is mental health important? And I think AJ and I both agree on that. A lot of us will focus on our physical health. Um, where we're trying to eat better, we're trying to exercise, we're trying to get that summer bod before summer comes around. Um, But aside from that, there's also another aspect to everybody's life, and that's your mental health. And I think that is uh, extremely important, because if you you only focus on one side, you're not going to be a complete individual. Um, And that's where that mental health uh, really does come into play. And, And what is mental health? It's definitely the idea of you being okay emotionally, um, making sure that you do have balance in your life. Um, it's very interesting because I know AJ, you and I have been talking about mm-hmm. this, that mental health back in the day was kind of never talked about. Yeah, it wasn't really acknowledged. It wasn't like a, it, it was kind of like the elephant in the room that nobody was really trying to, to talk about. Exactly. Like it was, you know, work-life balance, mm-hmm. that, that term that is constantly being thrown out. Yeah. Back in the day, it was just like, you got to make money, you got to, it's business, 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 right? Yeah. Um, people would say have a work-life balance, but it was just kind of like, that didn't exist. Nowadays, it, it's it's constantly, even sold when you apply for a job, it's like, oh, we have a great work-life balance, yep. Yep. right? And, you know, it's it's great. I, I personally think it's great that companies are jumping in on, on, on this because, you know, back in the day, and, you know, we're, and let's start, you know, talking about like our, our first jobs, you know, mm-hmm. like AJ back in the day, if you went to your employer and said, Hey, I need a day, you know, I need a mental health day. Well, what do you think they would have told you? They would have, well, my first job, I worked at Burger King. So I don't think that the guy who owned the Burger King I was at would have really given a shit that I was having a really <laughs> bad day. Like, I don't know. I mean, just, I, I think back then nobody wanted to acknowledge that mental health was a thing. That's what I think. And I feel like now more than ever it's being taken seriously. And I still think there's a long way to go with it, but it's finally being acknowledged and it's like, Hey, it's here. People need to know that it's here. Work needs to acknowledge that it's here and that it causes stress and that it needs to allow us to have a work-life balance. Like, don't make me work 15 hours a day and expect me to be, you know, to come in and, like, have it all ready for the next time. Like, no, I need it. I need a day. <laughs> like, you had me here 15 hours yesterday. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I think it's also one of the biggest things that, uh, and, and this is one thing that I hope that companies are jumping on the, on the bandwagon because they see that it, it's important for their employees and their employee happiness versus 
uh, they're jumping on it because it's the cool, trendy thing yeah. to do. You know what I mean? Um, because a lot of companies will do that. Like, I'm not talking about specifically with mental health here, but, like, uh, on other things where it's, like, they'll jump on the ring because that's the current cool topic. Yeah. Or the current cool thing to do. And, you know, for them not to be alienated and being like, well, that company never did that, you know, they'll jump, they, you know, they'll jump on it. Um, but this is really important because any company can see that if your employees are happy, they are productive, mm-hmm. you know? But if, like you said, if, if they're writing you 15 hours a day, you think you're going to be able to keep that energy and that perkiness, you know, all, all the time? All the time, you know? Like, I'm a robot and I'm a machine. I just have all these settings where it's like, okay, today I need to be on from 8 o'clock until probably about, probably about like 6 p.m., maybe 7. And just be like that the whole Monday through Friday. It's not realistic. Yeah. You know, it's definitely not. And you, like, if you talk to people that, uh, you know, don't, that hate their job, mm-hmm. you know, let's just say, you know, because there are people that just hate their job. And it's not because of the job itself, like what they, they do. It's because of the environment that they're in. It's just that they, they're working so many times. They feel under, you know, appreciated. They don't have time off because, you know, they can't take it off. You know, whatever the, the, the scenario is. And they're just, they feel burnt out. You know, when when they say a burnout is real, burnout really yep. is real. Especially nowadays uh, with, with technology all around us. You know, back in the day, you could just, you know, if we worked in an office, you didn't need it, didn't need to check your email, you know, because you couldn't do so on your phone. Your phone used to be a flip phone, you know, Moto mm-hmm. Razor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nowadays with iPhones and Androids and all these all this technology, you can find your email. You can do you don't need a computer to do your job. You know, you can do it all through a phone most of the time, which is crazy. And that leads to that work life balance. What does that work life balance mean? Um, I know AJ for you, I know it's once five o'clock is and you step out that building, it's done. Yeah, I done. I bring, I'll like carry my personal baggage to the front door and I'll leave it at the door of the office building, walk in and put on my work hat, go do my eight, walk out the door, leave the work stuff there and then immediately pick up my personal baggage and walk back to my car and then take that on. You know, I can't, there needs to be a balance for me where I'm doing my work, but I'm not taking it home with me. Because the second I take it home with me, then it's overlapping with my personal life and my personal time. And it's, I'm allowing that stress to create stress for me when I'm at home. That makes me not want to do things in my personal life. And without that balance, how, how am I able, like, I, there needs to be a balance. Yeah, it, there definitely does. But my question for you, and this is a, a real question, because uh, for me, I've been called a workaholic because it's hard for me to mm-hmm. like five o'clock, five thirty, whenever the end of the day is like no work. Right. So how do you do it? Like if you were to you know, give me advice, how would you do it? Like, how do you get that kind of because it, it's not easy. Like for some people, it's super easy to do so, like switch off completely done. You know, work's done um, for others. It's a little harder. Yeah, I'm I, I don't think I. I fully shut it off. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with my, my current job, I'm always thinking about something regarding my job. Um, but I try my best to remind myself that it can wait till tomorrow morning and mm-hmm. it can wait until tomorrow. And when I, when I constantly tell myself that I am beginning to believe that it actually can wait until tomorrow and I don't have mm-hmm. to really stress about it because if I'm off at five and I start thinking about it at six while I'm eating dinner, I'm going to be worried about it till about nine, ten o'clock, and then I'm going to go to sleep. So all of that time that I could have been doing something different, whether it's 
watching, catching up on a show or, you know, spending time with somebody. I'm wasting that time thinking about something that could be resolved the next day. So as long as I keep reminding myself that it's okay to not worry about it until I clock in later Mm -hmm. on, then that's how I do it. But I don't necessarily think like right at five o'clock, there's a switch that flicks and it's like, all right, personal lifetime. Like it's not, it's not like that. I just try to, Uh the me saying I leave the personal baggage at the door is I don't, I try my best to not make them mix. Like I definitely don't try. I definitely try my best not to bring personal to work. I I think it's, I, I think it's inappropriate. Like for me anyway, I don't think, like, work is supposed to be something completely different. Like, I'm not going to bring my personal life and mess with my money. That's that's something different. But bringing work to personal, I know I'm picking up those personal bags when I'm leaving that building, but sometimes a straggler might come with me and hop in the bag from work, and then I get home and yeah. I'm like, oh, no. And then I, like, start thinking about it a little, and I'm like, no, 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 you got to go back. I Return, return, you know, I'll do with you tomorrow. Like, it's you don't have to be here, <laughs> that kind of thing. And that's exactly what I'm talking about because, like, you're right. Like, I, personal baggage. Once the work starts, no, I don't bring my personal non-existent. Like, there is no personal life once I'm at work. Like, that doesn't it doesn't go in. But it's the opposite, where it's the end of the day, where it's like taking work home. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it's actually where I struggle because, like, like I said, you can do your job nowadays with a cell phone, and like with my job, you know, I was salaried, so I didn't have a technically if. It was around the clock, you know. Obviously, you need to set your, your boundaries. But, like, if a client needed something at 11 p.m., I'd be answering an email, which I know I shouldn't, but, like, it's just habit, force a habit, you know. Um, so kind of figuring out how to make that work-life balance work because that can also lead to, you know, uh, PTSD as well where you're constantly stressing about, like, oh, work, you know, this is yeah. happening. Um, it, it becomes a trauma for you because you're like, oh crap, if I don't do this for work, like then I'm gonna get in trouble at work. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that's one side of PTSD. There's other sides of PTSD as well. Yeah, I um, have, I've definitely experienced the other side of a uh, PTSD for sure, and it's that that's a big one to make sure you take care of yourself. Yeah, because for sure, things could trigger, you know, and if you don't acknowledge it or try to. Just try to to know that it's there. It's going to mm-hmm. constantly like haunt you, whether it's in your dreams or when you're awake and it just pops into your brain. Hey, remember me? Like, you gotta you gotta take care of your mental health. I'm I'm a big advocate for that. Yeah, and I know. I mean, I personally don't suffer from post traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. at least not that I'm aware of. Um, but I know some that do. And one thing that I've heard is if you don't control your mental health or keep your mental health at a good level, your PTSD episodes it'll take could you be over worse. Yeah. yeah. Like if your if your mental health is not there, your PTSD when you do have episodes, it's way worse than it should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once again, I I, I don't speak from personal experience because I, I I've yeah. never had that. At least I'm not aware of it. Uh but those that have that's what I've been told. And you know, so that's I think that's why it's so important to have that mental health. And like I said, companies being able to say, you know, go into a company now and being able to say, hey, I need to take a mental day. Yeah. Like, it, it's not something where they're like, what? Huh? What's that? Like, what do you need? To, what's a mental day? Like, no, it's like, it's actually encouraged. And I hope that this is a trend that is continued, not because it's cool, not because it's the, the, the fun thing and the hip thing to do, but because it's actually seen as important. Yeah. Because it really is. And when we say burnout is real, burnout really is real. You know, but also one thing with being with mental health is also understanding that it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. You know, um, 
things happen in, in our lives that, you know, will we'll, we'll weigh down on our mental health. And it's impossible. It's completely impossible to be 100% okay all, all the time. Yeah. It's not realistic. If Yeah, it's not. If somebody tells you, uh, you know, you got to get out your funk, like like it's something easy to do or like that you, you know, that, that you have to be okay 24-7, they're, that's not, they're not looking out for you. They're not looking out for your mental health. And I think that's where I'm just like, it's okay not to be okay. Especially like, um, you know, like I said, when somebody tells you to like get out of your funk, like if, like if it's like something you could turn off, mm-hmm. it's just doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense um and once again i think that's why it's it's super important to you know to talk about it to really talk about it and when i mean talk about it yeah i know you know you and you me and aj we've talked about you know in the last you know episode about like reaching out to each other to friends and 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 to like maybe even a therapist you know or or professional um and talk about about it and, and work with it but if somebody feels like maybe, hey, maybe I suffer from anxiety, depression, or I suffer from uh, ADHD or any kind of mental health disorder, uh, to look for resources. Yeah. You know, it's okay to feel like, hey, maybe I may need help. You know, for like, you know, me being a Latino and, and, and living in a Latino family and just knowing the Latino culture, saying like I have ADHD or like I suffer from depression or anxiety, it's like, <laughs> you're funny mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that you know like it's not it's not something that is talked about you know what i mean which can be very very harmful you know and that definitely doesn't lead to having a good life you know uh, a balance in life or having good mental health because if you don't acknowledge it and look for resources you know one one of the first steps is getting tested for some of these stuff you know going to your physician and being like hey I, i've been suffering or feeling this way you know is there any way that we can see if i maybe you know suffer from something um, it, I'd rather hear a doctor or a professional tell me, Hey, Marcel, you don't have it. It's just all in your head. Actually. Like we've done the test we've done, you know, you don't, or yes, actually Marcel, based on your symptoms, based on this, you actually are suffering from this, you know, because at least, you know, yeah, you'd rather yeah. have the per like, you'd rather have someone you see tell you specifically, you don't have something wrong as opposed to being a non-professional saying a, hey, you don't, that's not real. Like, you're fine, brush it off type of thing. Exactly. And then once again, once if once you hear it, like once you hear like from a professional per- perspective where it's like, hey, no, you don't, you're like, oh, okay, then it is in my head. I'm just overthinking something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or if they tell you, yeah, you do, here are some resources, maybe therapy, maybe whatever it may be, you know, you're just like, oh, okay, well, I do have this. Now that I know, I can go back, reevaluate what's going on. How do I, you know, now work with this? You know, how do I, 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 you know, make sure that my mental health is balanced, make sure that my mental health is, is strong because, you know, now I, ha- I am coping with this. Yeah. Whatever that may be. Because it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And that, that kind of leads to that kind of what we were talking about, AJ, before self-discovery. Yeah. You know, where it's like, once you kind of know about it, that is when you can start actually dealing with it. Because if you don't deal with it because you don't know, it makes life 20 times harder. That's really true. Um, I think for me, because I know I mentioned before in the last episode that I've been in and out of therapy since I was really young. And Mm -hmm. I, it's different because when I was younger, I didn't really, 
I didn't really understand why I was going to therapy because I was I was being forced to go to therapy. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a court ordered thing. So like, it it was just different because I was just there. I didn't really know why I was there or what it was doing. So I don't think I was mm-hmm. able to self discover as a kid. It was more so, it was more so for them to really know what was going on. And you know, as a kid, we're just we have no filter. So we just say they ask a question and they know how to kind of work around what they need to find out. And as an adult, you know, looking back, I I think it is good that I went there because now I'm able able to acknowledge as I'm like talking to a therapist now, I'm going through the self-discovery like process of like, oh man, that wasn't normal as as a kid. And I I'm actually glad that I went to therapy back then because they were able to take care of it without me even knowing that mm-hmm. you know that there was there was an issue but not like an issue but it's something something was going on that needed to be acknowledged and needed to be kind of taken care of and mm-hmm. now moving forward to looking back on that and learning you know, through other things that have happened in life and going through those self discovery moments with you know a therapist and just being able to talk about it with somebody who is knowing what I want to tell them as opposed to me telling you as my friend mm-hmm. who already knows my life, you're, you're more so listening. Cause you're not, I think for friends, we're not trying to tell the other what to do. We're just trying to be that ear. And yeah. with the therapist, I mean, they're still not telling me what to do, but they're kind of paving the way with the roadmap of our therapy to have me self-discover what I need to do. And by them being mm-hmm. unbiased to that, they're not going to sugarcoat anything with me. Not saying you would sugarcoat, but I think it's easier for a friend to kind of soften the blow where it's like, hey, no, it's good that you're, you know, you know, these days happen, which it's true. But it's like, I also need someone to be like, hey, you, so what do you think you should do about it? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh man, you know what? What do I think I need to do about it? And then go through those steps and kind of figure out how to how to do it. And that's where I think like it comes to point to have the self-discovery on your own like to have someone not tell you what to do but you figure it out on your own because then you know you did it yourself mm-hmm. and, and that's what i think what i was talking about is having those resources yeah you know looking for those resources because there are so many resources that help out with mental health you know um and the thing about it, like one of them is that self-discovery through that unbiased party. May that be a therapist, may that be, you know, somebody, a behavioral therapist, mm-hmm. um, because they, they will help you out, you know, or the, or if they don't have an answer for you, which, you know, sometimes they don't, they have also another set of resources that they can do. Like one of the nice ones that, I, you know, I was told it's also journaling, you know, that helps with that yeah. is like putting all your thoughts and feelings down on a piece of paper, you know, for you to review. Because sometimes we have so much going on in life, we kind of forget. It, it just gets jumbled. You don't forget, but you like everything is so jumbled because there's so much going on, every, so many things being thrown at you constantly. You know what I mean? Emotions are running high and because of work, because of amorous relationships, because of friendships, because of uh, other stuff that are going on that are unforeseen. So kind of you know journaling and, and putting that stuff down on paper for you to be able to read. Yeah. Um, and even sharing that with a... Uh, like I said, with a, with a mental health specialist, a, a therapist, so forth, you know, for them to also kind of see that and kind of see where you're going on, what's going on with you and kind of, once again, providing those resources. Um, and those resources are, most of them are, tend to be free. 
which is, I think, one of the biggest important parts because money sometimes can be a, a big barrier for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that, once again, it goes back to the whole idea of it's okay not to be okay. Like, there is nothing wrong with you having low mental health. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, is you don't want to have it 24-7. Once again, it's kind of like the same thing where I'm like, you can't be hyped 24-7. You also can't be in a bad mental health period for, very, for like all the time. You have to have that balance. And we talk about constantly that work-life balance because, you know, you have to go to work and work is one side of your life and then you have your personal life. But even with life, you in general, you have to have a balance within life mm -hmm. in itself. You can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to binge Netflix 24-7 too. Everything in moderation. I think we've all heard that word, like that yeah. line before. Everything in moderation. Yeah. I. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned how to split up like life-life, not just work-life. Yeah. Um, because I remember before, you know, when I used to work at the bank, I never, I didn't really have set days off. So my, my days off would be like, I would always off Sundays because the bank, bank is never open on Sundays. And then I would have like my weekday, random weekday off. And I would always mm -hmm. try, you know, because when you're working the other five days a week, it's hard for you to get other things done for life. So what I, instead of me taking both of those days and just being not lazy, but just not really being productive, um, I promised myself that out of each day that I have off, one of them is going to strictly be a lazy day where that's my time mm -hmm. to reset. That's my time to kind of just lay there and watch a show or something. And my other day off would be, okay, mm -hmm. this is my day that I need to take care of all of the things that I needed to take care of, whether it's me running errands, whether it's me doing laundry, whether it's me just doing something that's life related and not wasting those days and then stressing myself out after a really long day and then being like, oh, okay, let me go do laundry and be there until 10 p.m. and do that and be more burnt out for the next day, which carries over to the next day. So having that the personal life balance is important as well. I kind of like that you you brought that up because I don't think a lot of people realize that just staying every day and relaxing, like, yeah, we need it, but you don't, don't overdo it because then you're going to be just kind of dependent on always being like that and you're not going to have the the energy or kind of like the, like, oh, I don't really have to go out today. It's all right. Like, oh, I'll go out next time. And then the next day off, <laughs> it's just like, eh, you know, I don't really need to go to Target today. I could just not do it and just, keep watching the show that it just keeps going and going and going. Exactly. And like I said, you know, we, everyone, when we talk about mental health, uh, it's always that work-life balance, right? Because that tends to be, like I said, one of the big ones where it's like, you know, you keep your work in, in, in life, but sometimes work spills over to life and then that affects your life, which affects your mental health, you know, but yeah. sometimes it, it's all about also your life, life balance, splitting that up as well, where it's like, you know, once again, everything in moderation. You, you can't just be Netflix all the time and not go to the gym, not eat properly, not uh, hang out with friends, not go out for walks, you know, um, which I think is, is, is extremely important because sometimes with life, sometimes you just need to step back. Yeah. You know, maybe not even not even just talk to friends. It's like sometimes you need to you can't be social all the time. You know, you sometimes you just need to step back and be yourself by yourself. Yeah. Kind of like. You know how, like, they say in rela uh, relationships for people that are single, it's like, oh, you can't be in a relationship if you're not good by yourself Yeah, kind of scenario? I, I feel like that feels and kind of fits with mental health, where it's like, you have to be okay by yourself and take that time to be able to reflect on it. And I think reflection 
on on your actions, your life, and just where you what you want to do is extremely important because it, it gets you a, an idea and a plan. Because sometimes going off on the whim of stuff may not be good, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, I having some kind of plan. Like like I said, I really like the fact that you know when on your days off, you kind of have that split off where it's like, hey, day day off number one, I'm gonna do this, this, and this. Day off number two, it's a completely different thing, but I'm doing this, this, and this. And it keeps you keeps you balanced and it keeps you motivated to continue. And it gets you in a routine. And I think planning those little things, whether it's getting dinner with a friend or running errands with a friend, it kind of gives you something to look forward to that's out of your normal thing. Where it's like, oh, cool. It's been a really, really, really long week. Can't wait for my day off. I'm going to go do this with so-and-so. And it kind of gives you that, like, oh, almost there. Keep pushing. Cool. Doing that. As opposed to, all right, cool. I'm off tomorrow. I'm just going to lay there. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I, I really have those days where I just don't want to see anybody. Don't want to interact yeah. with anybody. And I literally will just stay in my room all day. And the only time I leave is to leave the cave, is to go eat and, you know, <laughs> take a shower. And then go back into the cave and crawl into bed and continue watching what I was watching. But then there's days where it's like, yo, I really want to go out. It's the sun is shining. Like, let me hop in my car, drive around, do something. It's both are very yeah. important. It's okay to rest, but it's also don't don't rest so much to where you just don't do anything else but that type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think uh, one that also leads to the fact that, you know, obviously, if you're working, you're not working seven days a week unless you're a business owner. Yeah. You know, that's that's a different story. But, you know, you have two days off. Right. Mm -hmm. So enjoy your, your days off. But also, if necessary, you know, a good practice is take a mental health. Day. Yeah. Take it like if it's on a Monday, you just, you know, you need you know a day or, or in the middle of the week or on a Friday, whatever it is, take that mental health. I mean, obviously, don't use that as an excuse to go party, mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, like actually use it to, to regenerate yourself. Um, also, take your vacation time. Yeah. If you're working, you know, people like me, I, I rarely take days off, which is extremely bad. So I'm, I'm actually talking from experience because I know for my, for example, my last vacation, I took three weeks off and it was the most regenerative process that it was, you know. Mm -hmm. Because it was no work. It was me focusing on myself, you know, being happy, being able to kind of, you know, bring back balance to the force of Marcel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was it, it definitely helped. So definitely taking those mental health days when necessary, taking vacation when necessary, even if vacation's only a couple days. It doesn't have to be a vacation where you plan out, hey, I'm going to Vegas or I'm going to New York or Hawaii or whatever. Yeah. Like, staycations no, like, are cool, too. Staycations are cool, too. Exactly. Where it's just like. I just need some time off. Yeah. From everybody, from work, whatever whatever you need time off from. Take that time and actually use it. So I think that's important and I think that's a great time to kind of just bring our audience in on this, you know, to shoot their shot. And for the audience, uh, this week we wanted to ask you, what does mental health mean to you? Uh, as you can see for us, it's, it's extremely important, uh, but we want to know your ideas. And what that means to you and how you kind of keep your mental health, you know, in balance and in check. So feel free to hit us up on our socials. Uh, for us on Instagram, we are the underscore seller underscore podcast. And on Twitter, we are at the seller pod. 
Exactly. So feel free to, you know, shoot your shot with us on, on our social media. We definitely do respond and love hearing from you guys. So uh, with that said, thank you so much for joining us on this episode and we will catch you up on the next one. See you later.